Hi, I'm Mackie. And I'm Madeline. And this is The Sis List. This is The List? Six. Yeah. Sis List? Six. The Six List. Ooh, you're listening to The Six List. We're back and we're better than ever. I just like haven't seen you in a long time. I know. Did you have a good hiatus? Not to get too serious, but my emotions, emotions, <laughs> hormones and emotions, <laughs> my emotions, hormones and emotions have been all over the place right now, just between the state of the world these days and the tragic passing of Naya Rivera Ugh. from Glee. I know. We're huge Glee fans. We're huge Gleeks. And I can tell in our text messages lately that the mood has been a little dark. I know. And I, that's why we're best friends because you can tell when I'm in a bad mood via text. I know. So I like brought you a diet And Coke. I can tell when you're in a bad mood. <laughs> you brought me a Diet Coke. I know. I really needed it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I can tell when you're in a bad mood via text too. Yeah. So it's just really crazy. It's so interesting because it's not like we change what we say. Mm -hmm. It's just somehow the tone is off. But you don't even hear our voices. I know. But we know. I'm freaked out. But I'm like doing better now that you're here. Oh, you look good. Really? Yeah. That is like so nice. You look bronzed and glowing. Uh, I just got back from some family stuff in Oregon where my husband is from. It was just odd because... I haven't left my apartment in so long. So, like, I really am feeling renewed. That's Um, good. Some might say I'm feeling refreshed because, like, the air is so fresh in Oregon. Oh, my God. And the Walmart trips. Oh, my And, like, so many Dairy Queen and Sonic vibes. Did you get anything good from Walmart? Uh, I did get some slime. Oh. (laughs) To play with because I'm a five-year-old. Um, but you know, it was good. And I didn't grow up going to Walmart because we don't really have no, them here. We did not grow up with Walmart. When I met Ryan, it was literally like that scene in The Simple Life where Paris and Nicole are with that family and they're like, <laughs> So what's Walmart like? Is that like wall stuff? They sell wall stuff. Oh like God, that I was me pre Ryan. And now every time I go to Ryan's family's house, I'm like, I get off the plane. Is, is and Walmart, it's Walmart is Walmart like Target on crack? It's Target, but cheaper. Let me tell you something. What? The only Walmart memory I have as a child, because there was no Walmart near us, I think the closest one may have been in, I don't even know where it was, but it was a good 45 minute to an hour drive away. Yeah. One time, I think we, I don't know, we were driving that direction and Walmart exclusively carried the Mary Kay Nashley (gasps) um, perfume. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole clo- line. clothing line. I don't remember. Do you remember the name of it? Well, I'll look it up. The problem is I never got it since I didn't have a Walmart. Right. So the only reason I got some was because we happened to be going that way and stopped at the Walmart because I made my family stop so I could check into the Mary Kate Nashley merch. Uh, update. It was called Mary Kate Nashley Real Fashion for Real Girls. Wow. <laughs> yep. I sometimes just look at pictures of that stuff because I know. boy, did I miss we'll out. We'll be doing that later. Cool. I'm wondering if stuff by Hillary Duff was that Target though, because I think it was. Yeah, I think that was Target, which is also really good. Bring uh, it back. Bring, bring it, back. it back. I think we should just dive in. Okay. And start with your Skims review. Oh, I'm so glad you brought it up because that's first on my list. But that's Skims, like Kim Kardashian shapewear line, if you don't know what Correct. we're talking about. Skims. Now, when Kim came out with this line, I was really excited because the, she, it was getting such great reviews. Up your alley. Yeah, I was just, oh my God, like this is great. I love like a control top 
song. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it just keeps the belly in all day yeah. um, without a panty line. I hate being controlled. I know you but do. you love it. Mackie will unbutton her jeans <laughs> any chance she gets. The second we, like, get in the car, I, like the, second we, the second we get in the house, pants off. Okay, go um, on. Anyway, so I get the control top thong, so excited, open the box. It looks like it would fit my American Girl doll. <laughs> But, you know, maybe that's like the secret. Maybe it, it stretches and it just sucks you in and you're the size of Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha, the American girl doll, just in case. Madeline is some such of, a Samantha. Yeah, some of you don't know. I was a huge Samantha fan growing I'm up. such a kid kitchen. <laughs> so I decide one day I'm wearing this dress to work need a little help, put on the skims. They're tight, but I feel like I can maybe handle it. Mm -hmm. I go out, I get to my day of work. I'm wearing my skims. I start to get a little stomach pain because they're so tight. I can't really breathe. Um, They're like rolling and riding up in places that there should should be no rolling. Yes, no rolling and no riding. (laughs) Like, I feel like they were doing the opposite of what they should have been doing. Mm -hmm. They were making it worse. Great. So on my lunch break, I waited in line at Lululemon. There was a line to get in because that's what happens these days to buy a pair of underwear to then change in my car, take the skims off, put the new underwear on to finish my day. I mean... (laughs) I couldn't take it anymore. I'm happy that you were able to fix the problem. Like you were this, Lululemon was the solution to skims. Exactly. Okay, guys, uh, moving on. Mm -hmm. I've got a quick bachelorette update. Thank God. For you all from Reality Steve. Mm. I think it's confirmed. Well, it is confirmed that Claire Crawley, cast and crew have arrived in Palm Springs and everyone will be quarantined for a week and then filming will begin around July 17th. The resort where the whole season will be filmed is the La Quinta Resort and Club. It's kind of a good idea because I'm assuming they rented out the whole hotel and I would hope they would give everyone their own room. Genius. But like, are you freaking out? Better than the mansion. I know. I wonder if we'll see the mansion at all. Should we go to La Quinta? I'm also wondering if Claire's going to be really hesitant to kiss everyone because of corona. Like, aren't you kind of curious that about that? That is a really, really good thought. Do you think there'll be some mask kissing? I mean, there's no way. Because sometimes they're kissing everyone on first impressions night. There's well, no but way. But here's the thing. If they quarantine and they all get tested and none of them have it, then, like, they can do whatever I know, they but want, like, right? Who I mean, wants, it's still who weird. wants to be kissing 20 guys It's not the time. time. It's just not the it's time. It's a pandemic in itself. Totally. Also, just, like, really quick on, like, dating news. I don't know. Did you see that? Lily James and Chris Evans Yeah, I did see that. Love to see I, it. I just love Lily James. I mean, Cinderella and Captain America. I'll say it again. Love to Superhero, see it. Superhero, Disney princess. <sighs> Match made in heaven. Sorry, I just, like, had to get that off my chest. It's okay. It was on my list, too. Oh, so sorry. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Netflix hit teen romance movie The Kissing Booth starring Joey King and Jacob Ellerdy will release the sequel The Kissing Booth 2 on July 24th, 2020, baby. I'm freaking excited. It's exactly what I need. No, I loved the first one. I loved it too. I was pleasantly surprised how much I liked it and I'm really looking forward to the sequel. I really like Joey King and that other guy from uh, 
Euphoria. This is the premise for the new movie. Oh, yeah. What what is happening? Um, in Kissing Booth 2, it picks up with Noah at Harvard and Elle in her senior year of high school. She'll have to juggle a long-distance relationship, getting into her dream college with Lee, and the complications <laughs> brought on by a close friendship with a handsome, charismatic new classmate and character named Marco. It's going to be good. It's going to be light. It's going to be fun. And it's what we need right now. It's a lot better than, sorry if this is controversial, but way better than to all the boys movies on Netflix. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm sorry it's about so it. It's so crazy because it's so something I would have thought we would have both loved, but we both did not enjoy at all. The To all the boys I've loved before. I do have to say, I did like the second one more than the first. I know you didn't, but I did. I couldn't I did. even get through it. Oh, I like, I enjoyed it more because. I mean, I finished I actually, it. <laughs> they put Jordan Fisher in I it. I love and I actually, him. Like, Really like him. I love him a lot. Uh, a bit more, a bit more entertainment news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while, and I, I don't know. know how to act. Director Christina Hodgson is set to write a new female-fronted Pirates of the Caribbean movie starring Margot Robbie. Shut up. So Disney is rebooting that franchise with another Jack Sparrow. I just Sparrow. got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can see it on your face. So Disney is. Moving forward with like a new Jack Sparrow Pirates movie, not this, oh, like a different so thing. So it doesn't have anything so to do with it. So this is totally different, but it's still with Disney. It's a new story inspired by the Disneyland ride. I mean, anything with Margot Robbie, I'm excited about. Also, uh, just like I love the Pirates franchise. I know you do. I don't love it as much as you. I really like anything um, that's kind of like at sea. Oh. Okay, <laughs> but that's like really it's true. true. Also, random thought, how much do you love the smell of the pirate's ride? Like, the smell of the water. I I love it so much. I don't even know what it is about it. It's kind of like chlorine cleaning solution. But, like, fresh. But also, I can't even describe it. Like, unless you've been there, you know the smell. But I guess there is a brand um, called the Magic Candle Company that turns Disneyland smells into candles. I keep saying it all over TikTok, and it's, like, legit. And I think I'm going to have to order some to give you guys a review. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm like, we How need to How do they, order. like, replicate that smell? They probably just, like, scooped up some of the water. No. And then put it in a candle. <laughs> yeah, it's that easy. <laughs> That's, like, me starting a you candle. You want to know what I used to do when I was little and I was on Pirates? I always wanted to them to turn the lights on so I could see what it looked like with the lights on. Oh, I because want I that. wanted, no, because I always was like, I think it would be really cool to have a house <laughs> with like a river going through it so you could ride a boat and like stop like at your closet or like at your kitchen, but like take a little boat. So I wanted to get ideas for my house that I thought I wanted when I was little. Very cool. Things have changed. I don't need the river anymore. <laughs> Weird. I could use a river. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that That's movie. cool. So is it a series or a movie? Um, it's like they're going to write it now. So maybe if it does well, they'll sign on to sequels. But No, I meant like, is it a TV series? Oh, awkward. Or- it's going to be a movie. Cool. Great. Well, in TV news... <laughs> Was that a good segue? Yeah. It's good news and bad news for Netflix series Dead to Me fans. There will be a third season, but it will be the final season. But you know how I love a pop culture conspiracy theory. What is it? There is a theory going around that Dead to Me is a Grace and Frankie prequel. Did you what? did you ever watch the um, show Grace and Frankie? I didn't watch it, but I know you did. And I'm familiar with it. Like I think I watched the I pilot feel like you episode. I like it. I mean, yeah. like it's 
It's lovely to watch. Also, um, one time when I did the WB tour, I got to go on the set. Of Grace and Frankie? Yeah, it was I mean, cute. Jane Fonda is just like an idol. We are Grace and Frankie. No, I know. We're not. We're like, kind I didn't of, watch it, so I'm just like, I mean, here's the thing. Rumors. We're Grace and Frankie, but like, neither of us are really a Frankie. Oh, gotcha. But anyways, let me tell you. The, okay, these, that's really yeah, fun. I know. So these are some of the, there's a bunch of different reasons to back up this theory. So the first one is, Jen, who's played by Christina Applegate, is a strong-willed, uneven-tempered blonde with killer good looks. Grace, who's played by Jane Fonda, is exactly the same, but she's a few decades older. Both women have sharp tongue, used most often to criticize the hippie antics of their best friends. Jen and Grace both begrudgingly befriended a brunette flower child with minor marijuana habit, Frankie and Judy. So Frankie is Lily Tomlin and Mm -hmm. Judy is Linda Cardellini. And both of them follow their hearts guided by spiritual connections to the universe and soul-soothing crystals. So they're both like flower childy. So parallels there. Um, Number two, both shows make a point of flaunting the wealth of their locations and they both take place in beach towns. Dead to Me in Laguna Beach Grace and Frankie in, I think it's in, no, it's in San Diego. Oh, okay. But who's to say they didn't relocate to San Diego and change their name because they're covering (gasps) up murder, but they wanted to still live by a beach, so they stayed in the beach town. Like, whether it's true or not, like, it's fun to give the people something to hope for. I enjoy it. (laughs) And, like, I love these. So if any of you know any cool, like, pop culture conspiracies. Hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, I want to know. Just like how one day, like, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm like, you know, I'm so deep in this, like, Taylor Swift is actually dating Carly Kloss thing. Like, I know. I, like, we won't talk about it, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to talk about it, like, send me a message. I feel like we need to do a whole episode on just that because, yeah. like, there was one full day where Mackie would not <laughs> stop. And I already knew about it. But and she, she found didn't. out, she found out about it, like, a year after I did. And she just wouldn't stop talking about it. We don't need to get into yeah, that right now. I just like want to say I support it. I support oh my God. fully 150% supported. Like, I think it's amazing. And just so you know, there are facts, there are websites, taytaysbeard.tumblr.com. Like <laughs> it's like it's there if you want to look it up and then talk about it. Moving on, mm-hmm. Blackpink has set a new Guinness World Record with music video for a new song. I'm How sorry. you like that? I'm sorry, I'm what? sorry. A new what? Guinness World Record. Guinness. Merge, calm down. <laughs> Guinness? 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 Not Guinness? Guinness. 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 Oh, my <gasps> God. Sorry, I haven't, like, been in elementary school in 20 years to check out the book from the library. Okay, continue. What is it? Guinness? Guinness World Record. And if I'm wrong, I'm embarrassed. Blackpink has set a new Guinness World Record <laughs> with music video for a new song, How You Like That, as the most viewed YouTube video in 24 hours. If you haven't watched the video or any of their videos, we highly recommend. They are like mini dancing movies. The production is insane. They're beautiful. K-pop music video production is on a whole nother level. It really is. The USA needs to step it up. I mean, it's as simple as that. Congrats, Blackpink. All right, next. Mm -hmm. David Schwimmer tells Entertainment Tonight that Ross Geller and Rachel Green will reunite. It's just a matter of when. What do you mean? Friends star David Schwimmer speaks with Entertainment Tonight about HBO Max's upcoming reunion with the beloved sitcom stars that was postponed due to the coronavirus pandemic. Remember? 
Yeah. Okay. So, while many shows and movie casts have reunited via video chat, while quarantining, Schwimmer says that it's important for him and his friends' co-stars to have their reunion before a live audience like they used to. So they didn't want to do it yeah. over Zoom. They want to, yeah, like, Yeah, I don't wait. want it no, over Zoom. No, me either. Please, no. Thank you, David. Yeah. He said, I can tell you that we are hoping to shoot the reunion in August, in mid-August, but honestly, we will do it when it's safe. There has always been a hope that a component of that reunion show will have a live audience, which makes the whole thing really tricky right now. Yeah. We are obviously not going to risk anyone's health by doing this, but... Exciting. I honestly, my body fills with rage and jealousy of whoever gets to be in that audience. Like, please, if anyone has the hookup for that, give it to someone who deserves it. And that's me and Madeline. Like, no, like, I could cry I thinking about whoever gets to go. Well, how can we get? We'll no, I just like, I, I, I need I to be there. I know. Madeline and I are the biggest Friends fans in the world. I I don't care how much of a basic bitch it makes me. Like, I love Friends so much. I watch it literally every morning. Friends is my life. No, like 100%. I was literally watching it before you got here just now. I'm always watching it. Quick question, like, what's the last episode you watched? When Ross has his teeth whitened Uh, and then they glow in the dark. I cannot. The one I just watched was uh, the one where Monica and Chandler just got married and they find out that Rachel is pregnant. Oh, so good. such a good episode. I mean, and I also recently watched the Vegas episodes, which are probably Ugh. some of my top. You should rethink your wedding and have it be Caesar's Palace theme. Yes. Okay. <laughs> also, I really think that one day we should do a Friends spinoff episode. Like where when that comes out, we should do a whole yes. Friends episode. If you guys are into that, we we're going to do say. it whether you are into that or not. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. We'll like keep everybody updated on what we hear about it because it's just really great news. And this is for HBO Max. Correct. By the way. Oh, and can I say one more thing? Sure. Could I be any more excited? <laughs> oh, Chandler. <laughs> okay. Speaking of reboots, what? This is so crazy. This week, the cast of Zoe 101 no! <laughs> will reunite on Nickelodeon's All That. Yes, that reboot is absolute trash. So that's Madeline's face right now. She is <laughs> distraught. So the network shared that Jamie Lynn Spears will be reprising her role as the bacon-loving bodyguard who attempts to stop the all-that cast members and stars of Zoe 101 from entering the set. I mean, it's just so insane that the show got canceled because Jamie was the star of the Teen Mom era. Like, I know. That's how long ago that was. What? In- incredible. I... Almost considered going to Pepperdine in Malibu for college since that's where they filmed it. Like I understand. I need to stream Zoe 101 from beginning to end now. We can add it to our streaming network. But they have also <laughs> put it into the universe that they want a reboot, so they're asking for it. I wonder what they would even do, though. Like, it would only make sense for them to be at PCH. Right? So. But I'm also like. Or PCA. PCA. Sorry. PCA on PCH yeah, in Santa Monica. Cor- yeah. No. Malibu. Malibu. I mean, we're really getting it wrong. Oh. What did you put in my Diet Coke? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyways. Amazing news. Yeah. I mean, amazing news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, my next thing is something I feel like you could <laughs> relate to. Me or the audience? No, you, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that Billie Eilish almost went to therapy for her Justin Bieber obsession? (laughs) I saw the headline and I was like, who, me? (laughs) 
So before Billie Eilish had fans of her own, she was a fangirl herself. When she was 12, she was crazy obsessed with Justin Bieber, as we all know by her collab with Justin Bieber that she did with Bad Guy. And the album artwork for that is literally Mm -hmm. a picture of her in her room with all her Justin Bieber posters. It's incredible. Um, So Billie Eilish and her dad have an Apple Music show. It's called Me and Dad Radio, which I think is so cute. And her mom went on it and was talking about this whole Justin Bieber obsession the other day. And um, she said that... In 2012, her daughter would play the Justin Bieber hit, As Long As You Love Me, and sob. She recalled driving to the dance studio for Billy's dance class and playing the song, and Billy would be sobbing and then picking her up and driving back home and play the song, and Billy would still be sobbing. And then when the music video came out, Billy would be talking about it all the time and being so excited it was coming out and just crying and crying. And she just cried so much about it that they like considered taking her to therapy. I mean, relatable. I figured you would relate I mean I, I I know you know but I I didn't well one I wasn't asked but I didn't go to my senior prom and instead I went to a Justin Bieber concert the night of my prom some so. might turn that around and say Justin Bieber went to prom with you yeah some might say like nobody at my school asked me because I was going on a date with Justin Bieber that correct, night correct what's your favorite Justin Bieber song that's I like, know you don't like when I ask you those <laughs> questions, but like I just like that's like a really hard thing for. I feel like I would need to go like album by album. Oh, what's yours? I know I couldn't pick either. <laughs> yeah, so like <laughs> I have like a hundred. You little hypocrite. But sometimes I think one that hmm. I know these are. Cl- if we want to oh, talk, class, I have one. Beauty and the Beat. Oh really? Yeah, I that love, one is so. You. I love that one. Isn't that feet Nicki Minaj? Yes, love. I'm the one and no brainer. The collabs with um, DJ Khaled are two of the best songs of like current. Stunning, pop. stunning. Mm-hmm. Also, if you've never heard that song "Lolly" by Justin Bieber during his like bad boy phase, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Some might say divine. Mm. Even woo. Yeah. Speaking of like old music, I guess. Interesting. And also, like, how we were just talking about Nickelodeon. Hmm. That brings me into this week's early 2000s lyric deep dive featuring Hmm. Victoria Justice's Freak the Freak Out from the hit show Victorious. This song came out 10 years ago in 2010, and while it's very chaotic, it's still very fitting for our world right now. Let's hear why. I'm going to get into it for you. I'm so sick of it. Your attention deficit. Never listen. You never listen. I'm so sick of it, so I'm throwing a fit. Never listen. You never listen. I scream your name. It always stays the same. I scream and shout, so what I'm going to do now is freak Freak the freak freak out. Thoughts? (laughs) I mean, you want to know what that makes me want to do? What? Freak Freak the the freak freak out. out. I was an adult singing that song. So, like, I was, like, 18 singing that song. (laughs) Wait, when did it come out? In 2010. That's so crazy because the song that I chose also came out in 2010. I I need to know it right now. So, I chose a song by someone who comes up quite often in our world um, Mm. and whose music career, I might say, is a missed opportunity if you haven't taken a dive into it. Hmm. Her name's Miranda Cosgrove. She's... (laughs) 
<laughs> She's a Nickelodeon star, starlet. Drake um, and Josh, iCarly, must we go on? School of Rock. <laughs> to go way down in the past. Um, yes, she did have a music career, if you didn't know. Um, the song I will be speaking of is Dancing Crazy. Um, I'm going to be reading the post-chorus for you all today. <laughs> Tonight, a reading by Madeline. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I like you and you like me. We get together and we're happy. Did you hear me say that? Did you? Did you hear me? Say that, smack. And I like the way that we kiss. You and me together like this. Did you hear me say that? Did you? Did you hear me say that? Smack. But also, dancing crazy. That's not how it goes. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Everybody's dancing, dancing crazy, and we never stop. We never stop. But that is so us. It's a great song. We'll add it to our Spotify playlist. That song gets me hyped on another level. It it is. It's interesting. 2010 is like really a time. I know. I know you don't want to bring it up, but like a lot of people tell you that young you look like tiny Miranda. A lot of people tell me now that I look like her. Nothing against her. You don't look like her anymore, but when you were little, you did. Uh, When I was little... During the School of Rock phases and I like straightened my hair. Yeah, sure. Like I milked it a little bit. And when I went oh, to the theater, milked I, it. I wanted people to think I was uh, the star of the movie. But nowadays, I just, I don't love the comparison. I <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I, she's a great gal. I actually did meet her. So did I. Uh, Do you have a picture? Yes. We have to post our pictures. <laughs> yes. Where did you meet her? At a Halloween carnival at the back lot of Warner Brothers. I met her at a Jonas Brothers concert. Amazing. <laughs> She's a lovely gal. Just like, I don't appreciate the comparison. Also, fun fact what? about uh, Dancing Crazy by Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. Want to know who helped write it? Dying to know. Avril Lavigne. Whoa. Which another crazy thing is maybe it was Melissa. <laughs> Her uh, um, Because that's body not double. Avril's vibe. It's Melissa's vibe. Totally. Does anybody know what we're talking about? If you don't, maybe you should listen to the previous episodes of The Sis List. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. I watched Hamilton on oh Disney+. Plus, and I am still shaking days later. I didn't think I was going to like it just because it was so hyped and I couldn't believe that something could be that good. And I'm a, I'm a harsh critic kind of when it comes to Broadway. Totally. And also like side note, marry a guy who loves Broadway. Ryan might be a bigger fan than Ryan I am. Ryan would kill for the Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. <laughs> that is so true. And Okay. The whole cast, the music. I know. The talent I know is so unbelievable it makes me feel like a potato just like I I have no talent compared to that of Hamilton I understand I do think that it was a little confusing at first like just to the story in itself percent and that's what I'm no history buff no so same but that's why like I think because I had known the music going into it before I even saw it live, I, like, listened to the soundtrack. I knew the lyrics. So I kind of, like, knew what was yeah. going on. I think that helped. When I watched it with Ben, because he has never seen it, we put the subtitles on so he could kind of, like, read as we went yeah. on. Because it really is. It's a lot of information to take in really all at is, once. Yeah. And it's, like, overwhelming. But 
Man, oh man. Like, is it a masterpiece? After every song, I Ryan and I would look at each other and just be like, that was insane. Unreal. And what have you been watching um, since I've seen you? <laughs> the making of Frozen 2 into the unknown, which is a— <laughs> Her face just lit up. A Disney, like a documentary on Disney Plus about the making of Frozen 2. And talk about like work put in— Don't give me that face. I, no, you, this is my face. No, I didn't make a face. She was doing a resting bitch face because she doesn't like Frozen. And it's like, let me talk no, about it for five seconds. No, crazy because I genuinely wasn't making a face. It's fine. Like Someone, there's, no, there's literally yeah. no fight. We're done. But like the thing is, you made the fight. I know, but I'm telling you, there's no fight. Someone is no. It's too fine. hot to handle, and she needs to be frozen. Oh, anyways, it's been announced that Pen Fifteen will be returning to Hulu for a season two on September 18th, and that is exactly what we need to save 2020. I couldn't agree more. If you aren't familiar with the show, it follows adults. Anna and Maya, who play versions of themselves as teenage outcasts in the year 2000. It is literally me and Madeline. It's uh, it's us. You have like a tear in your eye. I know. Um, e! News has shared that the saga continues with the girls dabbling in wrestling, <laughs> witchcraft, and welcoming a new friend into their midst that really tests these BFFs. Oh, sh- wow. Speaking of like control top thongs earlier, my favorite episode from season one is when they wear a thong for the first time. It's so good. Do you remember when you wore a thong for the first time? Oh, yeah. I remember the day and everything. I remember. This is, like, really weird. <laughs> but <laughs> I just remember because, like, we were both grew up as dancers. So, like, yeah, you had you started to. early. Well, yeah. But, like, you had to wear it with jazz pants. Yeah. Or, like, booty shorts for, like, dance class. Mm-hmm. But it was a weird thing to ask for so young because a lot of people still did in dance class wear normal underwear and you could see the panty line. But like, I've always been like anti-panty line. I just think- As a dancer, But just in general, like a panty line is one of my biggest pet peeves. I just, I can't handle it. (laughs) So as a young dancer, I just really wanted a thong and like, I don't know if this is TMI, but I would like shh shove my underwear a little bit up to like create a thong until I I got one but then finally I was like you know I just like I really need one and I was curious if my mom had any to so I could steal Lisa's thong I went into her underwear drawer and I found one and obviously like it was a little big for me but I took it and I I stole it and I wore it. I don't know if she ever uh, knew this. So hi, mom, if you're listening. Well, do you want to know something like actually traumatic that happened to me, which I think it was actually from your dance studio. This is some girls bullied me at a dance competition growing up. So yes, I started very young wearing thongs for dance. Like everyone did. It's like what you did. And I was at a dance competition. I had made friends with a girl from a different dance studio, like a local dance studio. And she was like, these girls are talking about you. And I'm like, what? And there's, they're all, they're saying that you stole your sister's thong and that you're wearing it tonight. And I was like, I don't even have a sister. (laughs) And it was like the craziest rumor. That is so mean. I know. Also, another traumatic underwear story from dance (laughs) is that one time I remember like, at dance camp, you would change from, like, your leotard and tights to, like, your jazz outfit. And mm-hmm. this was pre-thong because I would think I was, like, seven. <laughs> um, but I had the pack of Paul Frank underwear for each day of the week. You're killing me. Um, and it had the monkey on the butt, and it said, like, Monday or, like, Saturday, whatever. Different monkey every day. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I was leaving, I the pair of underwear <laughs> for the day fell out of my bag. <laughs> 
And I didn't know. And then I like, it was like the lunch break for camp. And then on my way back, people were like, ew, whose underwear is on the floor? And it was, and it was my Paul Frank underwear. And and I just like didn't admit it because I didn't want people to know. So then I was missing one day of the week because somebody threw it away. This underwear tangent is killing me. I love an underwear tangent. <laughs> a UT. Not a UTI. Not though. a UTI. An underwear tangent. tangent. Okay, guys. I did watch one more thing. What? I actually just, well, rewatched. It's not like it was the first time. I watched High School Musical 2 sing along on Disney. And I think it's my favorite out of the trilogy. Want to know what I have to say about huh. that? Mwah. Chef's kiss. That was a chef's kiss. So, of course, after watching, I had to find a few fun facts about the movie for you that you I, might not have known. I love when you bring me some fun facts. Yeah, so it took four days to film all the school scenes at East High. And during one of those days, classes were in session. So <gasps> actual students from the school were given instructions on where not to go so that no one would interfere with filming. And, like, can you imagine— it would be a dream come true. Like you're taking a math final, but like next door they're singing. Like what Zac time is it? Is belting a ballad in the next room. It also took six days to film Troy Bolton's "Bet on It" dance sequence, which is surprising and hard for me to believe because the choreography is so whack that I would have thought it was like a one shot, do whatever you want fling. That's what I would have thought. They did that for six days. Yes, yes. He probably was like, guys, I need another tape. No, like. <laughs> I need to snap my fingers one more time. Oh, my God. Um, both Ryan and Kelsey wear 13 hats in this film. <laughs> That's a great fun fact. And my last fun fact is, at one point in the movie, Sharpay refers to the Wildcats as the cast of Grease. Because I guess the original High School Musical that came out in 2006 was created by editing the unused script for Grease 3. Did you know this? How weird is that? That is so weird, but it makes sense because it's very, like, Greece parallel because in Greece they, like, meet over the summer and then, like, don't know they're going to the same school, you Isn't know? That, like, wild, And, though? like, that's what happens in High School Musical. Like, who knew? That's awesome. Love that. Um, And I, I wanted to end just by asking, like, what are your summer favorite— Wait! <laughs> I wanted to end this by asking you what are some of your favorite HSM songs. Okay, so, like, in order to give you this, I have to break it up by film. <gasps> Madeline, so did I. Okay. So, because there's no way to choose one. Um, so, for High School Musical 1, I chose what I've been looking for, the Sharpay and Ryan version. Obvious. For High School Musical 2, bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> and High School Musical 3, A Night to Remember, which is the song mm. they're doing when they're, like, getting ready for prom. Oh, cute. Love. And then I also want to just, like, give a shout-out because they all have really great opening numbers. Like, oh, yeah. So, High School Musical 1, the start of something new. High School Musical 2, what time is it? Ugh. High School Musical 3, Now or Never. Now or Never is my favorite from number three, just saying. Incredible. This is the last time to get yeah. it right. Try! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had to do a tap dance to get your head in the game in high school, which was actually really tragic because it was just a bunch of balls flying in the air, like, <laughs> off of the stage. There's and nothing more tragic than a bunch balls. of balls flying in the air. <laughs> so that did not make my list. Okay. But for the first movie, it's Bop to the Top. Oh, amazing. Mucho gusto. Ay, que fabulosa. <laughs> and for the second movie, it's fabulous. Oh, oh that is fabulous. fabulous. 
Also, I wanted to let you guys know, if you listen to the pod all the time, thank you, but it would also be really cool if you subscribed to like whatever platform you listen on because that really helps us. And if you gave us a rating in Apple Podcasts, it would be really cute. And also, if you like Instagram, you could follow us <laughs> on Instagram. And also, if you're on Instagram and see the post, like you could like it. It's like really <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> I hope everybody had a really great week and a really great hiatus, um, a really great cisless hiatus. But we're back and better than ever in our eyes. I mean, who knows? <laughs> um, thank you all for being great. And I hope that everybody's feeling okay during these crazy times. We're going to get through it together one list at a time. Because I'm Mackie. And I'm Madeline. And you've been listening to The Cis List. Righteous. <laughs> <laughs>